All right, everybody, and welcome to Stumbled. All right, before we get into things, we just want to start in prayer. So, all right, dear Heavenly Father, I pray over my listeners and I pray over myself and my guests today. I pray that we are able to come in with open hearts and open minds, and Lord, and we are able to seek you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, I think short and sweet is the best way to just start things. I really love when pastors come in and they do like a short little prayer to start everything off. I just think it's it's perfect. (laughs) All right, guys, but I really do want to welcome you to Stumbled. I'm so excited that you guys are listening with us today. Uh, This is our first episode. Woo! Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's our first episode. You are our first guest. Yes, I am. And so it's everybody's first time here. I think, I really think we should do t-shirts. Like first time t-shirts. I agree. I can design them. You totally could. She's yeah. really good at graphics. I, can put a, a I haven't even said your like name the, yet. Yes. Put a sit- I can put a assistant on the, like, the no, back or the front. Or you're, yeah, you're kind of a coordinator, actually. Right. Actually, that works, too. You know what? We'll just have... Yeah, we need t-shirts and like little name tags yeah. and badges and everything. It, yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, know. you got it. I believe yeah. in you. Okay. Well, since I haven't said your name yet, um, this is my first guest today, and you are... I am Holland. It's nice for y'all to hear me, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think that's the proper the proper you know, like, way to yeah. say that on a podcast yeah you know we'll roll with it yeah we're, we're rocking with we're, it all right we're just so with it. um this is something stumbled is a thing that we've been really wanting to do for a long time we just want to talk about how it started and what it means to us and everything that's gone on so for the longest time i have wanted to start a podcast like a really 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 long time you can ask all of my friends they've heard all about a hundred times and they're all like do it and i'm like yeah, that's that's the part where I I'm like, oh, yeah, it gets a little maybe tricky. it does sometimes. But I finally buckled down. and I was like, all right, let's do it. I've I've been told to do this. I've been called to do it. So we doing it, obviously. <laughs> um, so that's how it all started. And then how stumbled God is its name is kind of funny. I agree. I, I, I think, think it's, it's <laughs> it was definitely like two o'clock in the morning and I was texting you name ideas and I was designing the, we have, we've had multiple pictures or like photo covers that we were wanting to do for this. And we ended up with the final one, which I think is good. But the first, the first one was pretty cool too. Yeah. It but was. It was, it was a hard decision to change it, yeah. honestly, but we, we, we rolled with it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> but I was texting her the pictures and what we should do for names and then I really wanted to do something with hiccups because I was like, oh, hiccups in faith sounds so good. And then we were going through and we were looking at podcasts and a lot of them had hiccups in the title. And we just thought, no, we really want to do something more original and that's more like us because we know what we enjoy and we want other people to be able to enjoy it too. So I feel like if we do something a little bit more original that's closer to us. Like, it would be better. So then eventually, after many, many texts later and hours of, like, what about this? What about this? What about this? This, this, this. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, in church the next morning. So, um, (laughs) we came, we finally got it. And I was like, what if we did stumbled? What if we did that? And then I just felt like, you know how the Holy Spirit, like, creeps up your back sometimes? You get that, like, wave. Yes. And you get, like, that wave of it all over. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And then... I feel like with Stumbled, it's I, the the reason we really liked it the most is because when you're walking in faith and you're doing everything you can to just pursue the Lord, you're going to stumble. Oh my goodness, God scared me. Uh, you're going to fall and Jesus is going to come in and pick you up and put you on the, your right path. Yeah. So that was kind of the reason that we thought Stumbled was best. Now, 
Here at Stumbled, we like to do everything based in scripture. So when we were picking something, or not honestly, like, well, yeah, when we were trying to base everything that we were doing in that, all overall, we wanted to do something that was very important to us. And the scripture that came to mind is Acts 1.8. And Acts 1.8, we, we're New Living Translation, by the way. But, um, but you will receive power in the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now, I've screened, seen the scripture, like, kind of everywhere. Like, when Holly and I have this really wonderful opportunity to be able to serve in kids' ministry. And the first week, the first month that I was there, that was the memory verse that we were using. And I just, it felt really important with that. And then a couple nights ago, I was at dinner with one of my friends. And he was talking about a lesson that he had preached. And he used that scripture. So I was like, that's just mm. confirmation. If I'm yeah. hearing it more than once. And then I saw it uh on like my social media a couple times the other day and I just realized like yes this is the one so I really want to break down this scripture and explain it so when it says you will tell people about me everywhere right in Jerusalem throughout Judea in Samaria and to the ends of the earth you're so Jerusalem is like your local right your your friends your family the people you see on like a reoccurring basis right and then Judea I would say Samaria too. Judea and Samaria are kind of like the places that you go out more often. So like restaurants, coffee shops, when you're walking down the street, you're at a park or something, like stuff like that. Yeah. And then to the ends of the earth. So to the ends of the earth, I really feel like that is social media and that is stuff like podcasts, music, all those things. Right. Because that can reach people everywhere. It can go so much farther than just, like, you know, your neighbor across the street or, like, your barista, you know? So I feel like with this, our goal is to reach the ends of the earth. And one thing we want to make very clear, it's not our – we don't want to – our goal isn't to blow up. Like, that would be so amazing and so wonderful, and if God is willing, it'll be done. But even if we just reach one person and that's one seed that we were able to plant – yeah. That's all that matters to us. Yeah. So yeah, that's really our goal here at Stumbled. Now, Miss Holland, you do not know this. Oh. You do not know this yet. I don't. But they, they do. How so? Well, <laughs> because they can see the episode title of the podcast. <laughs> oh. And you cannot. So um the episode are I did it again. <laughs> the, the title of the episode earlier I said the episode of the title. The title of the episode is Seek. Now, mm-hmm. with Jesus, what do we do, Holland? We seek him. We do seek him. So I feel like that's a very important thing we do in everything, right? We're right. always supposed to be seeking him. And even when we do seek him sometimes we get distracted by like things that come up in our path, like obstacles, right? Yeah. And with those obstacles, there can be barriers that are built up as well. Because those obstacles can be anything. They could be trauma, stuff that's going on with your family, stuff that's going on at school, work, home, like where, whatever, whatever your frequent day is. So even in our day-to-day, we can, those obstacles can arise and they can cause us to build up barriers. Now, barriers are kind of hard to get through. Well, obviously they're barriers, but they're hard <laughs> to like get through sometimes. And with that, we have the big question for this, for this episode, and that is how do we get through those barriers? Right. So, you know, we have this really cool book that was given to us like 2,000-something years ago. Oh, really? It's a solid book, yeah. It's really cool. Have you heard of it? Have no, heard of it? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it's called, it's called the Bible. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah I think I've heard of it once or twice. Yes. Yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe. You know, I have a church for you. Um, but they actually have an app and everything. You should check it out sometime. It's pretty, pretty All right. Fun. I yeah, will yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. You'll really, you'll really enjoy it. I, I'm getting that vibe from you. Um, but our Bible is our big book of answers. As Christians, it's what we go to whenever we're struggling with something. Like, I feel like a lot of people, the first thing they do whenever they go with something is scripture for insert situation here. And it's the easiest way to do that. So I think that makes the most sense. But uh, the scripture that we are using to answer the big question that we have today is Mark 5, 24 through 34. Mm. So have you heard the, I'm not sure, it's not a parable, but have you heard the story? It comes up a lot. It's where the woman was reaching to touch or touched his clothes and she was healed. Yeah. Okay. So that is Mark 5 through 24 or Mark, Mark 5, 24 (laughs) through 34. There we go. Um. (laughs) And in that, so this woman was very, very sick. Hi, guys. This woman was very, very sick. And she had been bleeding for 12 years straight. Mm-hmm. Like, just lots of lots of bleeding. It was, it was unstoppable. She went to doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor. And they were like, mm. yeah, mm, we don't really know. So she just kind of, like, was going to all these doctors trying to get an answer. And she wasn't getting anything. And at this point, she had spent so much money on going to these doctors that she was she was sick and broke. So sick and broke. Yes. Wow, those yeah. two combinations. It's it's not that's not fun. No, I. I, I what do you mean? She's having a grand old time. Um, but Jesus was in her town because he was helping. He was he was going to heal a little girl who was very very sick. So this was kind of a side quest. But he um, he was walking through this crowd, and she sees him and she goes, I I just know if I can touch his clothes. Or if I can touch him, or if I can just touch his clothes, I know that I'll be healed. I know that I will be healed. And so she sees him. She fights. She's very weak because she's very sick. So she fights her way through this cr- crowd, and she just reaches out, and she just touches his clothes. And then immediately, she's healed. Like, instantaneously, she's healed. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. I snapped, and it didn't work, so I had to do it again. <laughs> but um, she was healed literally instantaneously and then she dropped to her knees so then jesus he felt that power leave his body and he's like um so he looks at his disciples he's like hey did you see who just touched me and they're like no no i mean he there was a bunch of people around you you're in a crowd of people they're all pushing against you it could have been anybody so then he turns around he sees her on the ground and she's shaking and she's trembling because she's scared she's like or she's not scared i think she's just in shock yeah and then yeah, Jesus walks too. up to her. I mean, yeah, you just, you're suffering with something for 12 years and then it's just gone just like Instantly. that. Yeah. And then, um, so Jesus sees her on her knees and she's like trembling. He walks up to her. She tells him what happens. And then he just looks at her and he says, and I don't want to get this wrong. So I pulled this one up because this one's a direct quote. Mark 5:34. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering was over. And then he had to leave because he was going to heal that girl. But when we think about it, when we really sit back and reflect and think about it, that that crowd that she had to walk through was more than just a physical barrier. Yeah. Right? It was a mental barrier too because she had to get past those what ifs or the maybe or this because she would she had to get past doubt. Yeah. And that is a thing that really builds up barriers. She doubt and how. Yes. She has to have like that faith and the lack of doubt. So I feel like it's really easy for us to get in doubt and let insecurity overtake our mind because it's how the enemy messes with us sometimes Mm -hmm. and really gets inside your head and can like separate 
from what you're doing. Like, because he's trying to take you away from that calling, right? Yeah. Because so, everyone has a calling on their life and he's trying to separate you from that. So what was, do you have a big moment where there was just, you, you knew something was supposed to happen and you had a lot of doubt about it. And you were like, no, because if I mention this, 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 this will happen. And you were really just being pulled away from what you felt like you were supposed to do because of that. I think where I can relate to that is whenever I preached at youth, um, I really felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me that I needed to bring the word I was supposed to preach upon, like to the, to the um, kids there. But mm-hmm. the enemy was trying to attack me and it's like, putting doubts in my head and he was like you what if you mess up what if you say something wrong what if you read scripture wrong or because you know it's really embarrassing when you can't read yes <laughs> trust me I get it but like I'm, I'm dyslexic <laughs> I, I, I get you yeah I have ADD it just happens sometimes but really he was using that against me um to turn away from what God's plans were for me mm-hmm. so I really feel like that's where I connected to the story yeah I get you that that make that does make a lot of sense yeah so I know this is like common knowledge, but um, I oh, know no. you were diagnosed <laughs> with diabetes type 1 when mm-hmm. you were 13. Yes, Do you think you can relate to this story a little bit through that? Or? Um, definitely, definitely with the healing aspect. Um, so I, when I was 13 years old, as Holland said, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. My body was eating itself for like six or seven months. I lost 70 something pounds in a span of six months and that was crazy and then uh for the longest time I really struggled because this is an illness with no cure the only cure is Jesus and in that moment I or not for the moment for like a few years because I got saved and born again when I was 17 and I was 13 so in the span of four years I was well not four years because I've, I've been going to church I just got you know but um I was really angry I was like how could you let this happen to me yeah I I've sir I grew up like pre- singing in the choir and doing stuff like that in my church I'd always been doing all this stuff and it was like how why would you let this happen to me why wouldn't you stop this why wouldn't you why would you allow this? Yeah. So I was I was in a place where I was angry and I refused to listen and like I actually there was a moment where one of my friends this is this is I <laughs> I laugh about this now because now like I want to be a youth pastor and I want to like work at a church for the rest of my life. But my friend we were talking about some stuff that was going on in my life at the time and she said, "Dude, just pray about it." And like I laughed in her face. And I feel bad about that now. Like I text her all the time like, "I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Dude, it's like three years ago I barely remember it but um it was one of those things where at a certain point I had to realize that God was not the person who gave me this illness yeah and when I came to terms with that that it wasn't God who did that to me then I that's when a whole new I was opened up and other stuff that I was struggling with like because of the time that I was angry and everything had been healed the insecurity that was left like was healed like I remember feeling like a just a like a feeling of fullness you know yeah like you know when you feel empty mm-hmm. it's like I could feel it like fill up it was yeah. it was really like interesting moment. yeah exactly it's, like, it's like you feel whole again yeah because I feel like in that moment I opened my heart up again so that God could come in and just start like using restoration on me you know right yeah um and that actually is the final point that i want to talk about for this part and that is that we need to get past the like the things that we're holding on to and things like that like for me it was anger but we need we need to get past it because 
it comes with restoration and it comes with healing. Yeah. And in that need for restoration and wholeness and healing, we learn that Jesus provides those things for us. But if we keep wallowing in the thing, in those things that we're holding on to and can't let go of, then we're never going to receive it. Because if we stay in darkness, how can we see the light? Yeah. And because he loves us so much, he wants to take us out of those bad situations or those bad things or that sickness or whatever. And he wants to put us in his love and in the in restoration, in the things that we need. He's giving it to us. Yeah, that's so good. Um, actually, there was a question or you said something earlier. Um, it was about the question of why me? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So, yeah, that's actually that's really good. You know, what? I yeah. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. talk about yeah, let's it. talk. Let's All right, talk. let's talk about it. Okay, so I really feel like you know I don't. I think we were just talking about this earlier, actually. But this is a, like it's a reoccurring question that we all ask, like all of our friends that work in ministry and everything else. It's why me? Yeah. Why me? What am I doing here? What am I supposed to do? Like, why me? Why do I have this calling on my life and things like that? And I honestly have asked that question many a times. Um, <laughs> Same here. I feel like you said something earlier about it, though. What were, what were you saying? Um, I was basically, I, I thought about it, and I was thinking back to whenever our pastor was talking about a, um, his sermon on Sunday, and he said that God wants to send you somewhere he wants you to go, mm. something he wants you to do, and someone he wants you to help. So I really feel like that kind of entangles with the question, and it's just that he sees something in you that you probably most likely will actually always will never see because he created you and he created you for a purpose. You just don't see that because he sees you through a different like lens, I guess you can That's say. That's really good. Yeah. Cause I think we get caught up in that sometimes cause we don't know and the directions, it feels like it changes sometimes. It's like, yeah. it, you know, I used to say this analogy all the time <laughs> and literally like this is like a once a week thing and like the small groups, <laughs> but, um, I had said that it was like driving a car sometimes. Like, listen, Jesus is paying for the gas. Thank God in these times. But (laughs) Jesus is paying for the gas, and he is your GPS, and all you got to do is follow him, and he'll he'll, he'll take you where you need to go. Yeah. So that definitely falls into that. But that actually did remind me of a lesson I heard a little bit ago, and it was about prophecy. And in that video, it was talking, or lesson vid, it was talking about, um, that if we're hearing his voice or he's giving us images or he's showing, if she's showing us something, maybe my stutter come out there. Yeah. Um, if he's showing us something. It means that we're close to him in that moment. Yeah. And I feel like if you are really struggling with knowing if that calling is, if you're like, why me? Why me? I don't feel like I'm meant to do this. I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this. I really want you to hear this part. If you are hearing him or if he's showing you something or all these people are telling you that you have this over you, there is no need to doubt him or the calling that he has for you. Because in Psalms 30, oh, no, I was close. Psalms 30, it says, see, it's, we've been talking for so yeah. long that I'm like losing it. But <laughs> in Psalms 30, it says, for his anger only lasts a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. So if we let that over, well, that overwhelming, like Reckless Love says, that overwhelming love and joy rush your spirit and stand firm on his word and in him, then that calling that you're hearing 
it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come to pass it's gonna happen you just really have to sit in that and reflect in that yeah and I also wanted to address like um something that I've heard a lot is God having favorites um but really it's more of just the relationship that you get to build with him so you can actually hear God that way just like whenever you have like um, a relationship with your family and you hear their voice and you can recognize it because you've heard that voice multiple times mm-hmm. and you actually have that relationship on a daily basis or it doesn't even yeah. have to be a daily basis. But whenever you have that relationship with God, which has to be on a daily basis, which yes, which has to be on a daily basis, but you get to recognize his voice and actually hear him clear because you actually know him mm-hmm. and you actually have to have that relationship. Yeah, I struggled with that really long time because I couldn't tell a lot of people because this is this is exactly what like I was talking to one of our pastors about. Um, he was saying, or we were talking about it, and we were sitting there, and it was it was hard to sometimes tell the difference at first between if it's your own voice or it's his voice, and that's you sit in that confusion because you don't have a personal relationship. Yeah. Or even if you feel like you'd probably do, it's just it's not that deep. Yeah. It's not, it's, 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 it's not that, it's not that deep. <laughs> um, but one thing I will say is that this was something that our pastor had said, our, our youth pastor had said, um, when hearing the difference between the voices, God's voice will only speak highly of you to you. And the enemy will only say negative things to you. So that's a really good way to differentiate. And then the other thing that he had said was that one will speak life into you while the other one will tear you down and make you feel not good. So, yeah. Um, That's all that we have here at Stumble today. We're so glad that you guys were able to join us. And thank you, Holland, for... Of course, on and anytime. Designing first-timer t-shirts and everything else. <laughs> Super excited. Yes. Um, Holland is actually going to pray us out, so I'm going to leave that to you. All right, let's do it. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity that we get to speak life into people and that people actually have the opportunity to listen and hear your word and actually learn something. So I pray that every heart that is listening to this podcast just opens up their ears and actually takes it in, soaks it in, and actually applies to their life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, that's all for Stumble this week. We can't wait to see you guys next week. And goodbye.